Get in here, let's talk. I'm VB. This is the Be Myself and I podcast. And I got to tell you to look alive, look alive. We on season five. It's season five of the Be Myself and I podcast. I'm so excited to keep on talking to you about self-improvement. What's going on in the world? What's going on in my world? What's going on in your world? Let's go. It's the Be Myself and I podcast. Y'all already know, it's the Be Myself and I podcast with the inimitable, original, the unmesswittable BB. And I don't have time to sit around here arguing with y'all, so go ahead and drop my beat. Oh. We live on season five. Hey y'all, it's Thursday, February 8th, 2024. I'm BB and I'm your host of Be Myself and I, the podcast under The Betty Show, my 5013C. The Betty Show is devoted to self-esteem and this is where we have these conversations to help us improve ourselves, improve ourselves, because that is the key to feeling better about yourself. What's been going on, child? Well, y'all know all kind of things been going on. I heard that Heidi Klum, the supermodel, has an issue of being topless at home all the time. And I got to tell you, I'm not mad at Heidi Klum. I'm not mad. I think we need to normalize naked. I, too, am a parent who likes to have their top off. And I don't like explaining myself because of this. I saw on entertainment news that Heidi Klum's daughter would be so uncomfortable and she would be like, Mom, can you put a shirt on? My friends are coming. And Heidi Klum is like, who? Then your friends going to see these famous titties. That's just what it is. And I'm not mad at this. I, again, struggle with the same thing. Chow, I likes to be naked. And I wish we could normalize naked. Do y'all remember you had to be an MTV TV fanatic pop culture kid to remember on The Real World there was a character. Her name was Anissa. She was one of my favorite characters. And her thing when she was on The Real World is she would run around that house naked. Let me look Anissa up real quick. Yep, Anissa, A-N-E-E-S-A. Her name is Anissa Ferreira. And this chick was, I first met her on um, the TV show, The Real World. And her thing was, she was always running around naked. Um, and it was super funny. And um, I'm kind of the same way. I like to be naked. I love my body. And I'm comfortable. What I really liked about Anissa, even back then, is she wasn't no traditionally super skinny, light-skinned girl. Like, she's light-skinned, but she's not no super thin chick. But she ran around that set all the time. Bare booty. And it was wonderful. And she was a whole vibe. Another thing that's cool about Anissa, as I'm reading online right now, is she has managed to stay relevant for 20 years. She got her big break with the real world, but we haven't stopped seeing her in television. Lord, look, my girl is my same height. I'm 5'6". Anissa is 5'6". And let's say she has been a contestant on MTV's The Challenge for several years, and she is a fan favorite. I know she is, because I never forgot her. And she didn't have no problem showing them teddies. <laughs> so that's what it is. What else is going on? What y'all been hearing about this Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion beef? 
What are y'all hearing about it? Man, I'm not going to lie. So his is hard. We just, we we cannot say, y'all niggas ain't mad at Megan. Y'all mad at Megan's law. Don't play with Megan. Megan had eat. But I had a thought about this um, that I was sharing with my son when we were talking about this Nikki and Megan beef. Hold up. Let me back up. Nicki Minaj and Megan were publicly beefing over social media. Nick, uh, Megan the Stallion dropped a song, a new track called Hiss, and she comes out swinging. That girl said, let me start off by saying this. F y'all. I say, oh, okay, Megan didn't come to play today. And she just did a long a song about her haters. Child, Nikki Hill, and Nikki dang on through temper tantrum all night. Listen, I love a Nikki Minaj because she just, she fits into a section of my life. But at the same time, you know, she got a lot of backlog, backlash for being a mean girl. She's been getting backlash for being a mean girl ever since she first started being a mean girl to all these new up-and-coming rappers um, that's coming for her title. And, I mean, rightfully so, when you have been reigning in an area for a very long time, you are going to feel some type of way. So I feel for Nikki. But this little Nikki and Megan beef, I'm going to just come out and say it, Megan had win them. Megan had went um child. Megan dead. Because Megan dropped that song, Hiss, and it's one line in the song. And Nikki took that thing and cry all night. Then turn around and drop her own diss track. And the diss track was... It was terrible. It was truly terrible. Like, when she started off, I was like, okay, okay. But she didn't have anything to talk about, and it showed. See, why I say Megan won is because Megan addressed multiple people. Nikki's the only one who went berserko and tried to run back and drop a diss track. But you didn't come back after Sheether. Let's just remember that now. Remy had eat that girl up, and she ain't even tried. She dropped a couple little disses and some songs about her. But that was it. And um, I'm sorry. I just, all that talking was very cringy at the end of Nikki's track. She dropped a track called Bigfoot, trying, and that's what she always making fun of, that Megan's large. Okay, so you're going to body shame her? She brought up something that irked you. What was the line that irked Nikki? Y'all niggas ain't mad at Megan. Y'all mad at Megan's law. Why would that bother Nicki Minaj? Well, do you know what Megan's Law is? Let's look it up. So that we can get... I want to give y'all a very good um, explanation. So Megan's Law um, is a federal law that requires that we release information to protect the public from sexually violent offenders. In other words, if you're a sex offender, Megan Law says you have to, you have to say so. You have to report that you're a sex offender. Wherever you go, you have to register. You move to a new state, you need to register so that the people who live around you know that they're living near a sex offender. And if you know anything about the celebrity gossip news, you might be aware that that's how Nicki Minaj's husband had gotten in trouble because he thought because he was famous and had Nicki Minaj now that he didn't have to report no more that he was a sex offender. But he do. He do. So that's what Megan Law is. Now, this is why I, another reason I say that Nicki lost this battle, man. She really did. Because with everything going on, going on or just that we recently went on about P. Diddy, all of the weird sexual assaults and, 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 and 
pedophilia in Hollywood in general, Megan could have just been addressing that. But it's clear that Nikki is so butthurt and waiting on ready for somebody to talk about her little child molested husband. Listen, girl. He, he's a sex offender. I can't say he's a child molester because the age difference between him and that girl was something like two or three years. They were both young. That happens. I got that part. But he is a sex offender. So clearly he had raped her enough to become a sex offender. <laughs> and like, girl, Nikki, Megan could have just as easily been addressing all these pedophiles that have been coming out the woodworks from Hollywood. But you took that thing as a shot at you and took that as a reason to justify you making this terrible, terrible, terrible song. And so I said Megan won. Megan won because she made Nikki cry all night. And then you didn't even come back that hard. And like I did. I like when she said, I told her good up on your good foot. But at the end of the day, are we really going to continue to make fun of this woman for her body type and for getting shot? I just think that's nasty. You're making fun of her and might be making fun of her for things that she couldn't control. But if you want to say that she made fun of you, then she made fun of you for something that you could control. You didn't have to marry no sex offender and you sure ain't had to have no baby with him. Oh, damn it. Keep it under wraps. Don't ever let us know that you publicly and legally married to that man. And then when we find out, then we don't know why you kept it quiet. But it's not just Nikki's husband that she is associated with who's a pedophile. You know, Nikki got a brother or something that she helped on out because he a pedophile too. And that's why the public does put her down a little bit listen ain't none of my business all i'm saying nikki is let that girl make her song and if you can't beat it then shut up <laughs> now here's one thing i will say to come to nikki minaj's defense a lot of people been saying nikki too old to be beefing she need to set that she too old now act that's where I'm going to stop, y'all. You're never too old to beef, damn it. And they're rappers. These dudes can go at each other's throats all the time. But when the girls do it, y'all mad? No. Ain't nobody too old to beef. It don't got nothing to do with age. It has to do with battle rap and skill. And so far, Nikki's not proving to be a good battle rapper. And I love sis. I love she. But I just think she should have had set this one out, okay? <laughs> and that's what's going on in the real world. Now let's get to B's world. You say you want to improve yourself, so just do it. Checky Nuggies. Picture Perfect Teeth Whitening and Cosmetics offers teeth whitening services and more. Get lashes installed and lip lightening for the gangster gals. And make sure you stop by the accessory counter on your way out because you're going to need a new earring or something to go with them white teeth. 2107 Nad Road, North Charleston, South Carolina. That's the address. Picture Perfect Teeth Whitening and Cosmetics. Getting here, let's talk. I just got to tell you about the newest fundraiser under the Betty Show 5013C. That's Blankies for Baby Mamas and Blankies for Baby Daddies. Blankies for Baby Mamas and Blankies for Baby Daddies is looking to provide comfort to parents who have lost a child. We are now accepting donations of yarn to create handmade crochet blankets for any parent who has lost a child. If you know a parent or it's you yourself who is dealing with this terrible heartbreak, 
please send us a nomination at getinhereletstalk at gmail.com. If you'd like to donate yarn, please send your donations to the... Please tell... Please send your donations for the yarn raiser to Ebony Walker in care of the Betty Show. That's P.O. Box 115560 in Atlanta, Georgia, 30310. Let's bring some comfort to grieving parents. One thing about me, I'm a bubbly, bouncing, buzzing bumblebee. But I still got my stinger. <laughs> What's going on in Bees World? It's Bees World with BB. Get in here, let's talk. In Bees World, I have launched a new fundraiser, y'all, for my nonprofit organization, 5013C, The Betty Show. And I am now collecting blankies for baby mamas and blankies for baby daddies. Actually, I'm not collecting any blankies. I'm making them. I'm making these blankies with crochet, and I'll be distributing them to parents. How did this fundraiser come about? Well, well, well. It's a long story, but let me see if I can shorten it for you. I'm in this group on Facebook. It's called Living in Atlanta. And I joined the group so that I can get an idea of the kind of people around me, meet people, network, figure out how to move around in this wonderful city that I moved to nine months ago. Well, I got kind of active in the group and I posted a status near January 19th, which is the anniversary of my mother's death. I posted a status in this Facebook group called Living in Atlanta, where I put a picture of my mom up and I said, can we celebrate our parents in heaven? The post did very well. People posted their parents who they have lost. And then one particular girl came on and posted her uh, that she had not lost her parents, but she had lost a child. This was very moving for me. It was very sad. I was super hurt that, you know, this girl was dealing with this, and I really just felt like I just wanted to do something. So do something I did. I told her that I would like to crochet her a baby blanket. She was susceptible, she was grateful, and I decided to get started on this. But then, as I started thinking about and my effort to help this girl, it reminded me of a situation I was in just a few months ago with another grieving mother, a couple actually. So let's take a walk down memory lane, child. And this is where blankies for baby mamas and blankies for baby daddies had come from. I offended a grieving mother on Facebook a while ago. There was a woman, she had a beautiful daughter. Uh, I began uh, following her and seeing her stories and she would always post this girl beautiful girl beautiful girl just breathtaking captivating amazing and um so she was constantly posting this beautiful daughter and um I wanted to say something to her to you know just let her know that the girl was beautiful so I one day I must have said oh she's so beautiful and the woman responded that's my daughter she passed away so for the next few months anytime I saw her post that same daughter I would try to say something encouraging and sweet but anytime I did she would respond back with just the most just she would comment back and her comments were always just completely dark and sad and I hurt so bad I can't get and it was just always really sad I also witnessed this person 
you know, attack people who try to tell her privately, hey, can you calm down a little bit? This is hurtful for everyone. And I kind of wanted to help the lady see without hurting her feelings that she was spreading a lot of grief and negativity. I even told her in a comment to her, you know, hey, every time you post your daughter now, it makes me think of my mother who I lost. Maybe you should thank God that he decided that you were strong enough to deal with the pain of losing her. So and then instead of her having to deal with the pain of losing you. I mean, I was wrong. Let's just say that. But I didn't mean to hurt this woman. I did, though. I One day, I just got tired. I was drained. Every time I opened my Facebook app and start going through the stories, it's this daughter again. And, you know, and I know this lady is hurting. And, I mean, she'd post picture after picture. And so one day I said, okay, look, here are some tips that you might can use to feel a little bit better. I'm going to back off from you now. I told her in advance because I had already seen the way she had responded to people who weren't exactly very nice about the way they tried to tell her to chill out on that. And um, long story short, the lady did not take it well. It hurt her feelings. She was hurt. She was angry. And she launched an internet attack on me. Her friends were DMing me. People were telling me off, threatening me. There were all these little wicked evil seeming people that were threatening me and just it got really bad and um I was pissed too after that I was mad I had even friends of mine were calling me clearly she blocked me I didn't block her I just unfriended her I tried to unfollow her but her stories still were coming up so I unfriended and I warned her before I did it because I thought I was being kind of courteous hey just so you know I'm gonna back off a little bit because you're killing me and that lady took that thing crazy that lady told everybody on Facebook I was so evil to her and she had all these people just upset with me it's so funny though because people do these things to try to make me up child I gained followers that week because people clearly she posted what I had said and there were a lot of people who were like I don't think she meant it in a nasty way and those people came and talked to me but then she had some close friends who came in my DM and let me tell you something I'm gonna tell you one time to leave my girl alone and oh it was just a nasty nasty situation and you know I felt really bad I started crying out too and I even went in on her again on a live because I was like look how you're spreading all this pain you're just spreading your pain all over everyone and it needs to stop and it wasn't received well. I don't take back what I said because I still meant what I said. But it doesn't matter. The point is, I hurt this woman, this grieving mother, and that was never my intention. So, fast forward to this post I made in the Living Atlanta group. And this woman comes on and says, I've never lost a parent, but I lost a child. And I felt so bad for her. And while I was... In that feeling, I just heard Spirit say, and what about this other woman from a few months ago who you offended? So I'm going to crochet her a blanket and send it to her. She might burn it and throw it away. I did um, a few months ago after like a couple days after this thing died down. I tried to reach out to this woman and apologize to her through someone who she knew. She didn't want to hear it. She didn't want to accept that apology. So I'm going to give it to her again because at the end of the day, 
while I still believe what I said. Like, people, can, you can't bleed all your pain all over people. I still have to be compassionate to understand that, hey, that's where she is in her grieving process. And I could have just as easily stopped following that woman and not had said a word. I wanted to help. It wasn't received as help. And then I had to deal with the fallout. So... That story coupled with the woman who came on the Living Atlanta group and told me that she had lost a child is where this idea for blankies for baby mamas and blankies for baby daddies was born. And I'm super excited to start this fundraiser. I have one blanket completed and another blanket on the way. The blanket I completed is actually for the parents of Shanquella Robinson. Remember she? If you don't, Shanquella Robinson was a beautiful young woman who went with her friends, her so-called friends, to Mexico, and they killed her. These people were clearly uh, jealous of this young girl, and as of October 2023, there were still no arrests. That was a big deal because her friends not only killed her, but they recorded it and put it on social media. They brought her bags back home and told her family that she had just drank too much and gotten sick or something. And they were lying. They killed her. They beat the girl to a pulp inside the room and recorded it. October was one year since the death of Shanquella Robinson and her parents still don't have justice, but they do have a lawyer on it. And um, I received some donations of yarn for this fundraiser almost immediately. And when I did, I um, started my first blanket and it was a multicolor blanket. And about a third of the way through the blanket, I just knew that this blankie was going to be for um, one of the parents of Shanquella Robinson. So I decided to start a second blanket and that will be for the other parent. I just want to... Not only apologize to the grieving mom who I offended a few months ago, but go ahead and apologize to everybody who's grieving the loss of a child who I can. One thing I love about that Lord Jesus is when he gives you an opportunity to redeem yourself, it's going to be, com you're going to be completely redeemed. Sure, I can just make a blankie for that woman I offended and the woman I told I would make a blankie for in the Living in Atlanta group on Facebook or I can start a fundraiser to make a blankie for any and every, every grieving mother who I cross my path, cross paths with. I've never lost a child. I don't know that pain. I have my own pains. I've lost a lot of people, but never a child. So I can't speak on it. And not saying I can't speak on it because I'm just got to keep it 100. Now that don't mean I can't speak on it. But bottom line is I hurt someone. And I'm sure there were other grieving parents who saw the way I treated that woman and were hurt as well and reminded of their pains as well. So I'm going to fix it. And that's where Blankies for Baby Mamas and Blankies for Baby Daddies came from. I want to tell you about one of the best boutiques in the North Charleston area located off of Ashley Phosphate Road, and that's Belle Red. Belle Red is a store with clothes galore that's also known as a dress shop. If you walk up in there looking tear off, you can walk out looking like a boss. Located at 3316 Ashley Phosphate Road in North Charleston, 29418, go to Belle Red and get some fashions. 